Governor Abbott has signed one of the nation's strictest abortion laws banning procedures as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. A judge sides with Biden, rules that Christian college must open women's bathrooms and showers to biological males. Israel announces unconditional ceasefire with Hamas, ending Gaza combat. In addition to these stories, today's entire show is dedicated to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. So join us by calling one eight seven seven end time That's one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We've got an exciting day. There's a lot of uh, stories to talk about that we hadn't done so this week because we've been uh, talking about a lot of other things. And plus, it's open line. So we're going to be taking your calls and talking about absolutely whatever you want to talk about. The number to call is one 877 time Doug and I would love to talk with you. Uh, right out of the gate, I want to remind you that tomorrow night at 6 p.m., Dave Robbins is going to be in Houston, Texas at Christ Church. You don't want to miss it. He'll be there Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Now, Sunday is Pentecost Sunday, so he's doing a special lesson on the Holy Ghost. So you don't want to miss either of these sessions. Make plans to attend if you're in the Houston area or will be in the Houston area. Uh, go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and um, the specific uh, church and the details there around that event. So we're excited about that. Also, Judy's there with him. He and uh, Jana and Judy will be there and several others from our team. So go out there and meet them, shake their hand. Um, COVID restrictions are a little different here in Texas than perhaps where some of you are. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things go. Yeah, we can actually shake hands again. We're allowed to shake hands again. That's kind of nice, right? <laughs> it is nice. See people's face yeah. uh, that are not wearing their masks now. and Yeah, you can actually tell if they're smiling at you. Yeah. It's Some people, cool. you're like, oh, where's that mask <laughs> mandate? Man, you should have. Uh-oh. It's been a while. You scare me every time you say we're going to open up the phones and let you talk about absolutely anything you yeah. want to. That scares me a little bit. But. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> That's right. What do we want to start with, though? Governor Abbott signs this uh, abortion that's law. A, that's a pretty big one. Um, I, I take think my water down here for the go. people watching us. <laughs> big old tank there. Um, I, I think that that's where we should probably start because this came out Wednesday, this uh, article that we're talking about today. And um, it came out about our governor and what he's done here. Texas has been doing things a little different, so it's pretty exciting news for me. I know it's going to be fought against, but... Um, Pretty exciting news. Sorry, I was zoned out because of this uh, water thing that I left on the yeah. desk. I've never done that before, so I was stunned to see when I looked over at you this. I know. I got I a 40-ounce water jug for you listening on the radio. I was tempted to reach and, over and grab it and take it off, but it was in the camera shot, so I didn't do it. <laughs> well, it, it stayed in the camera shot, so. Yeah. It's all, all right. good. Now, abortion. Yes. You want to read that article? No. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> so, uh this comes to us from uh, 
a, a local news source here in Texas, the Texas Tribune, says uh, Austin, Texas, Governor Greg Abbott signed into law Wednesday a measure that would prohibit abortions in Texas as early as six weeks before some women know that they are pregnant and open the door for almost any private citizen to sue abortion providers and others. The signing of the bill opens a new frontier in the battle over abortion restrictions as first-of-its-kind legal provisions intended to make the law harder to block are poised to be tested in the courts. Abortion rights uh, advocates have promised to challenge the new law, so we knew that was coming, uh, which they consider one of the most extreme across the country and the strictest in Texas since the landmark Roe versus Wade decision. This is an, an all-out assault on reproductive health by Greg Abbott uh, and the Republicans of Texas legislature. The Texas Democrat uh, Julian Castro tweeted, We must vigorously defend these rights in court and hold every lawmaker who supported this effort accountable at the ballot box. The law uh, takes effect in September, according to the Texas Tribune. The legislature worked toward on a bipartisan basis to to pass a bill that uh, I'm about to sign to ensure that, I'm sorry, that ensures that the life of every unborn child who has a heartbeat will be saved from the ravishes of abortion, Abbott said, in a live stream posted on Facebook. The governor's signature comes just after the U.S. Supreme Court said it would hear the case concerning Mississippi law that would ban most abortions after 15 weeks and which could lead to new limits on abortion rights. It is the first major abortion case heard before the court's newly expanded conservative majority and could have far-reaching effects for Texas Uh, where a pending bill would outlaw nearly all abortions if the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade. Senate Bill 8 was a top priority for uh, Republican lawmakers, nearly all of whom signed on as author or sponsor of the measure. The bill bans abortions after the uh, fetal heartbeat has been detected. It includes cases where women were impregnated as a result of rape or incest, and there is exception for medical emergencies. So, pretty pretty co- cool. That well, that that's big that. news for pro-life. Yeah, Very, for, and it's also from big, my standpoint. Yeah, it's big news <laughs> for pro-choice as well. Which you know we're coming out of COVID, or mm-hmm. or however you want to look at it, I suppose. Right. Um, and um, the folks that that typically, I guess, would be left leaning. And really, I guess right-leaning people as well. But the big, um, the big thing was, oh, what does the science say? And what's a, you know, we should rely on the science. Right. Well, it's really interesting how uh, Texas passes this, or at least it's set to. Is it officially passed, or in September it'll be passed? In September, it will become law, from what I understand. Okay, but it's right passed now. now. Okay. Right. And then we get this kickback about how it's this onslaught and all this. But what about the science? So we know that when life begins, according to science. Right. And so, but now we don't want to follow it and we want to say it's my body, my choice. But it's not your body, your choice when it's a mask. You hate your grandparents if you don't wear a mask. But in this case, we've got a, uh, you know. 
I totally agree, Vince. I mean, with you know, we're saying things that could get us in trouble with a lot of people in the way that they see things. But it's amazing how things kind of turn around when we're talking about uh, even taking the vaccine. You know, I mean, they're shaming you into taking this vaccine. It's not really your choice anymore. It's not your body, your choice. They're trying to say, hey, if if you're not going to get a vaccine, you can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, right back. It's kind of a hypocrisy of the government. All right. Well, we are going to take your calls today. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We look forward to chatting with you today. Is open line, so it's all going to be about what you want to talk about. Now, if you're on Facebook, hit the share button, hit the heart. It'll help us get this message out a little bit better and not allow Facebook to suppress us as much, if you will. So we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break as well. Does the Book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world. We will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open phones at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I do want to remind you that Dave will be in Houston, Texas. He's there with Jana and Judy and several other team members. Uh, he'll be at Christ Church there in Houston. Go to endtime.com/events to learn more about it. It's tomorrow night and Sunday morning. You don't want to miss it. Uh, also, our Reclaim America campaign is still going on, going quite well. 
Uh, we are about $13,000 short to being completed, so we want Tucker, Tucker Carlson to get it. We want Marcus and Joni Lamb to get it. We want Jerry Falwell and all the lawmakers in California and Connecticut and North Carolina and several other states. We are short, though. Uh, your help towards that will go a long way in helping them see what their actions are doing in regards to how Bible prophecy is developing and current events. So. Um, we know that you're on board with that already. I think I figured it up the other day. And if everybody watching right now or listening right now would give $5, it would be done today. So uh, $5 will go a long way if everybody pitches in and we'll be able to move past this. So um, we are excited about today's show, though, open line, uh, Doug. Uh, so we don't want, do want to get to the calls and not keep you all waiting. I am watching the Facebook feed as well. So if you have a question there. I will try to get to it and bring it up. Um, Like I said before the break, we do get some censorship there. The algorithms are built in ways that I can't possibly explain. But from what I understand, when you share it and when you give it a heart instead of a thumbs up, it's better for us. So for whatever that's worth, if you do it, it probably will help as I understand it. So go ahead and do that now if you're watching. All right, let's go to John in Kuwait. John, it's almost midnight there, so we wanted to make sure we got you on before you started falling asleep on us. So welcome to End of the Age. Uh, hi, Doug. Hi, Vince. Uh, thank you for the good work you're doing, and it's always a pleasure to, re- uh, to listen to you and Dave and, and the entire team. So congratulations for the good work. Thank you, thank sir. You, we, sir. We, we appreciate you calling. Yeah, thank you. See, I have two questions. In fact, last week, one of the questions asked was the timing of the Gog-Magog war. And Dave had mentioned that it's going to be at the end of the tribulation. However, when we look at the verses, it says that the weapons of war will be burned for seven years. So at the end of tribulation, that somehow does not, you know, sort of uh, fit into place. My question is, is it during the beginning of tribulation? That's my first question. The second question is regarding the identity of the Antichrist. And in one of the shows it was mentioned that the identity of the Antichrist will be revealed after three and a half years of the seven-year period, a seven-year covenant. So my question is, uh, see, because it says in Daniel that the Antichrist will be the one who makes the seven-year peace treaty, and he will be a very charismatic man, a man of peace, a liar, I mean, a person who deceives and lies. So... Uh, won't, won't his identity be known at the beginning or to, you know, in the first three and a half years because he'll be such a personality who will, uh, you know, who's something who cannot be hid up. So his, I mean, so is the three and a half years when he's actually revealed when he enters the temple just a confirmation of who he is? Well, we Christians would know who he is in the beginning or, you know, in the first three and a half years. So these are my two questions. Okay. Well, those are those are great questions. Both of them are great questions. And I have um, some documentation that actually Dave did. And uh, I think I also have some documentation that I did on the uh, Gog Magog war. And it, it is the same war as Armageddon. And there's there's some clues there. So your question was about the weapons being burned. And I believe that that's going to happen during the millennial time. Uh, so. We know from Zechariah chapter 14 that there's going to be one-third of the Jews that are going to survive the battle of Armageddon that are going to live into the millennial reign. Well, also, if you look in Zechariah 14, 16, it also says that the survivors of the nations that come against Israel, that they will have to go up every year to the feast 
of tabernacles to worship the Lord. So it tells us there's going to be other people that survive that war. We don't know why. We don't have scripture that tells us why. Uh, we don't know exactly how, but we know that there's going to be survivors. So those people are going to live into the millennial reign. During that time, they're going to be able to have children. They're going to uh, be people that are born. There's going to be people that die. Um, it tells us in Isaiah 65 that a person that dies at the age of 100 will be a mere child during that time. So we believe that this happens during that millennial time, during the first part of that millennial reign. Uh, but one of the ways that you can tell, and I'll just show you this real quickly, is in Ezekiel 39, it talks about coming to a feast. And it says, And I saw the angel standing in the sun that cried with a loud voice to the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves uh, together unto the supper of the great God, uh, that they may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and them that sat on them and the flesh of men, both free and bond and small and great. So right there, that is from Revelation 19, actually. Now I'm going to go to Ezekiel 39, and we see the same thing happening. And thou, and thou son of man, thus saith the Lord God, speak unto every feathered fowl and every beast in the field, assemble yourselves together, and come and gather yourself on every side to my sacrifice, that I do sacrifice to you, even the great sacrifice upon the mountains of Israel, that they may eat the flesh and drink the blood. You may eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth and of the rams and the lambs and the goats and the bullocks and all them fatlings of Bashan. So, there's, there's particular, that's just one place where everything matches up. There's other places uh, that I could go to where I can show you that it says that the mountains and the islands will disappear. That's the same thing that's happening in the uh, sixth seal and in the seventh vial. So those things are happening. There's many different correlations we can show you there. So that is, is my answer for that first question. The second question about the Antichrist we may know um, or have a pretty good idea of who he could be. But when we look at Daniel uh, chapter 9, verse 27, it gives us a little bit of a clue there. It says that he will make a covenant with many. So he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. So there's going to be many people involved in this covenant, in this peace agreement that comes up. So... We have seen the many kind of come together through what uh, President Trump did with the economical side of this peace agreement. So we've, we've seen many uh, Muslim nations come together and make peace with Israel. There's going to be a lot of people involved in this peace treaty. So there may not be one individual that stands out that we know that we know that he's the Antichrist. But in the middle of that seven years, when he stands in the temple, like it says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, that then the son of perdition will be revealed when he stands in the temple and he declares himself to be God and worshiped as God. So we, we're going to know without a shadow of a doubt in the middle of that final seven years and we're going to know who that Antichrist is. Does that answer yeah, your question, John? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, thank John, you. John, um, are, you, are you already on Into the Age Plus? No, I'm not. Okay, we've got um, quite a bit of content there that talk about the Battle of Armageddon and the Antichrist. I would love to give you free access to End of the Age Plus. If you can, uh, Jassy will get you on, on hold there and get your email address. I'd love to send that to you if that's okay. 
that'll be fine. Thank you so much. Perfect. All Thanks right. for calling, John. Thanks, John. Uh, we do appreciate it all the way from Kuwait. It's the first call that we've taken from Kuwait. I don't know yeah, if John's incredible. a first-time caller or not or if we've ever had Kuwait call before, but that's great. Um, we'll go to Joshua now in Ohio. Joshua, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. It's an honor to speak with you guys. Oh, the pleasure's ours. Thanks Good for talking calling. To you, Joshua. Um, so my question is there was a there's been blood moons throughout the years and I've always wondered was there significance because I believe they were on Jewish holidays. And um, I was just curious what your guys' opinion was on that. Well, so some of the things that were said about the blood moons, and this is, I, I know that uh, Pastor Baxter did a video on just the blood moons, and we have that video available. And he goes down and he tells some of the things that historically happened during those blood moons, because there were actually things that occurred in blood moons in the past. But the one yeah. thing about that uh, DVD that he made, that program, was to show you that the rapture was not going to happen at that last blood moon. There were several people uh, that were making that um, they were making that statement that that's when the the rapture was going to occur at that last blood moon that we had a few years ago. Okay. I can't even remember now when when they happened last. I know we have one coming up again, and you're correct. correct. They they did yeah. happen on feast days. Uh, which is interesting, and and sometimes some judgment came on Israel during those times, and so people try to correlate that with uh, those judgments that were coming on Israel and having some kind of effect. We what we were just trying to prove is that the rapture wasn't going to happen because we knew that there were certain things that had to happen first, and so okay. when those blood moons came and went and nothing happened, uh, you know there were people that kind of they just dropped that and they just stopped talking about it all together okay i see i just i, I, I think i, I do I have some document good. though josh if you emailed me at uh doug at in time or d norvell at in time dot com um i can email you that document and you can look over it yeah that'd be great thank oh, you okay thank you josh all right, Doug, uh, in our chat on Facebook, people are talking about where the Antichrist is going to be from. Somebody says they think it's Russia. Uh, some think it's not Germany. What do, you, what do you have to say about that? Is it Russia? Is it Germany? Is it China? Is it Donald Trump? Who is it? Well, we know it's not Donald Trump. <laughs> Why? Because he's, he's not people from, think that. from the revived Holy Roman Empire. So we, we believe that he's going to come from a revived Holy Roman Empire, and we know that uh, that happened with the signing of the Lisbon Treaty. And so with that signing, the EU came about, and all the nations that were in the Holy Roman Empire were in that treaty. And so we believe the Holy Roman Empire has been revived. We believe that the Antichrist will come from that revived Holy Roman Empire. And uh, one of the ways that we can tell, since I was in Daniel a while ago, let's just go back to Daniel. And this is a short version of the story. Uh, there's a whole lot more to it than this. But if you look at Daniel 9.26, and it says, After three score and two weeks shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. So it tells you that after the Messiah is cut off, which means Jesus died, okay, that the temple would be destroyed. Well, we know that happened in 70 A.D., and we know who destroyed the city. 
It was the Romans that destroyed the city. And so it says that the people of the prince that shall come. So the prince that shall come is who the he is in uh, Daniel 9.27 when it says, He shall confirm a covenant with many. So it's a prince that's coming, but he's coming from the people who destroyed the city and the sanctuary who was wrong. And so um, that's just one of the, that's like the short version of the story. There's a whole bigger version of it that comes out of Daniel uh, chapter 2 and it talks about the statue uh, of Nebuchadnezzar's dream and the iron mingled with clay in the feet of the statue that had the ten toes. Those ten toes represent the same ten kings that are in Daniel 7 and it says that the rock, which is Christ, comes down and smashes the, the kingdom and brings down the kingdom. And so we know that those same ten toes are representing those same ten horns in Daniel and so we know that the feet of iron mingled with clay the iron is that roman element that roman empire but the feet of iron mingled with clay is that holy roman empire where the iron is the political and the clay is that church part of it so So it's not putin well i mean i I can't say that it's not putin because he's kind of coming from europe in that area so i can't just say no it's it's not putin but it's not donald trump it's not donald trump because he's from the united states or hillary clinton or anybody else no do you have all those on your list there? Maybe. <laughs> now, we don't know who it is, and I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to say because I know everybody wants me to oh, say come it. come on, not. Doug. Who do you think mm-hmm. it is? Pastor Baxter used to say, I got a file drawer full of Antichrist. <laughs> That's true. All right, back to the phones. We'll go to Dwayne in Texas. Dwayne, welcome to End of the Age. Dwayne, are you there? Yes. Hi, what's your question? You're on the air. Yes, sir. I'm here. Can you hear me? We can. You're on the air. What's your question? I don't think you can. Dwayne, I don't think you can hear us. We appreciate your call. I can hear you now. Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear me? We can hear you. What's your question today? Yes, sir. I hear y'all talking. Y'all just referenced the AD, BC and AD. And I was just wondering if you could explain that because I always thought BC was before Christ. And A.D. was after death, and I heard something that y'all did that basically Jesus was born sometime A.D., so I didn't understand exactly where, what that means. If y'all could, and since y'all can't hear me well, I can't hear you well, I'll go ahead and hang up and take my answer offline. Oh. Thank you, Dwayne. Oh, we, appreci- we appreciate We can hear Thanks. him loud and clear, but he can't hear us, Doug, so... Uh, Hopefully he can hear us through the radio or however he's watching. Yeah. I don't remember you talking about A.D. or B.C., but... Well, I uh, just said 70 A.D. was when the temple was destroyed. Okay. Okay. So do you know the answer to that question? I mean, I know before Christ, after death. I'm not exactly sure. See, that's why I always thought A.D. meant after his death, too. Uh, B.C. means before Christ, but I just Googled this while he was asking because... I mean, AD, well, who's your, maybe are you reading CNN or what you reading there? No, I'm just answer? I'm just reading Google. So okay. you know how that goes. This oh, could be boy. completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not exactly oh, we're sure. We're up against a break. We may oh, get saved. Oh, man, we got to go to a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, address this after the break. Uh, there are some open lines, so give us a call at one eight seven seven end time It's one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We're dedicating today's show about whatever you want to call and talk about. So be sure to do that, and uh, maybe Doug will find a random answer for you on Google. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. So right. stay tuned.
Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open phones at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven. Three six three eight four six three. Tried to get Doug to switch to DuckDuckGo over the break, but uh, he's still on Google, so he's being tracked right now. But uh, we had the question about AD and BC before the break, and we kind of uh, messed around too much to be able to answer it before yeah. we had to go. But um, you know, Dwayne, yeah, it's commonly referred to as before Christ and after death. Um, of course. The, the whole thing, it's coming from Latin anyway, and A.D. is actually the day of the Lord. I'm not exactly sure what you were asking in regards to, um, excuse me, the day of our Lord. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what you were asking in regards to what Doug had said, because he had mentioned 70 A.D. He wasn't talking about the birth of Christ, so uh, I'm a little confused on that. Since we don't have you, I'm not exactly sure how to address your question properly, so I hope that's helpful for you. Uh, the day of our Lord, as opposed to after death and there's more to that discussion a lot more to that discussion actually but uh, i hope that is somewhat helpful um we will go back to the phones we're going to go all the way to ethiopia now eob welcome to into the age are you there hello thank you so much for taking my call yes, our I'm pleasure here. did i get your name pleasure. right did i get your name right eob yeah it's eob yeah. yeah, my my apologies, and yeah. and actually, if you could my mute your radio in the background, mute your radio in the background. We're getting some feedback there, okay. and um, that'll help all our listeners and, uh, if you could mute that. That'll help all our listeners if you could mute that. Okay, uh, is, is it okay? Yeah, is it okay now? Is it we, okay we can now? hear you good. good. There's no okay. feedback. We, we can hear you good. Well, There's oh, no feedback. There you are. No, no it doesn't sound like you muted it. There you are. No, it doesn't sound like you muted it. All right, well, we're going to put uh, Eob on hold while we get that figured out. We'll go to the next call and come back. 
Uh, Madeline in Georgia, welcome to End of the Age. Yes, hi. Um, my question is, uh, my son just asked me a question, my eight-year-old, and I was a little concerned um, about the shot to get. So I just, is it okay to get it? Because you're hearing all these rumors about the mark of the beast. So that was my question. All right. Well, thank you for that, uh, Doug. Do you want to ask that, or do you want to answer that, or do you want well, me we, to? We know it's not the mark of the beast because, for one thing, it's not time for the mark of the beast. The Antichrist will be revealed, and we'll be into that uh, last three and a half years when that mark of the beast is given out. We know that from Revelation chapter thirteen. So we know this vaccine is not the mark of the beast. I know there's a lot of things out there talking about it being the mark of the beast, and that they can track you from it, and all these different things. I would just tell you that we we cannot give you any medical advice. We can't tell you if you should take it or if you shouldn't take it. Uh, I can just tell you that I know it is not the mark of the beast, but I would I would urge you to do your own research and check it out and look at everything you can about it before you decide. That's that's how I would answer that. Yeah, you can go to your local CVS, ask for a uh, insert, and then go Google. Or duck, duck, go. Uh, each ingredient there, and and uh, see what you conclude. There's a lot of good information out there on it. And uh, but as far as the mark of the beast goes, as as far as we know, and and we feel pretty confident at this point, um, nothing we have found that we can say conclusively that this is the mark of the beast. It's uh, we're not ready to to proclaim that at this point. It it seems obvious right now that it's not. I can ask you one more question. It's probably out of my league, but did you guys get the shot? I I did not and have not and probably will not, but that's just my own personal opinion about it. I, I believe in medical freedom, and so <laughs> I don't like being 100%. forced to do anything. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, okay, you. Thank you. God bless. God, God bless you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, let's try Eob again. Uh, Eob? Are you there? And have we got it figured out yet? Maybe. He's not there. Okay. All right. Eob is not with us. He asked he a wanted, great question. Yeah, he wanted to know about the smoke filling the temple and no one could enter. Why is that? Yeah. Well, we know, um, I, I wish I would have pulled the scripture up for it, but uh, when that happened, the Spirit of the Lord came into the temple and they could not be where the Spirit of the Lord was at that time. You know, the priest would go into the holiest of holies and the priest wore special garments that had bells on them and tied a rope around his waist and if he came into the area where the spirit of God was and he wasn't supposed to be in there he could drop dead they would know and could pull him back out with the rope and so that's how you know we kind of know that from scripture is that that's when the spirit of the lord would come and rest upon the tabernacle so i think that answers it i I'll come back sometime and answer that with a good scripture to prove it. But Yeah, and Eob is a End of the Age Plus subscri- ah, uh, subscriber, so we appreciate that. And you can subscribe as well at watch.endtime.com. We have essentially all of our content that we've ever made, um, except for like from decades ago. But for the last oh, 15, 20 years, we have 
basically all of our content there. Lots of videos of Irvin, uh, lots of audio clips, uh, audio sermons actually from when he was pastoring for 30 years in Richmond, Indiana. You can go there and in the live events section, I think there are several dozen and we've got hundreds more to add. So that's a really cool area to go to and listen to some of the sermons that Irvin was preaching when he was in his 30s and 40s. Um, and even just years before he transitioned from being a pastor to full-time end time. So lots of great content there on End of the Age Plus. There's an app available in all the major app stores, so just search End of the Age Plus. You'll be able to download there. There's lots of content for free, Then there's also content for paid subscribers as well. So do that at watch.endtime.com. You can try it out for two weeks for totally free. So really great resource for you to tap into. Now we will go to Don in Denver. Don, welcome to End of the Age. How are you doing? We're well. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So I have a, I have a uh, two-part question. So when we I mean, will we know the start of the seven of, of the start of the seven years? I, I hear Urban Baptist used to say a lot that we look back on prophecy so will we, uh, and, and if we do, what would be the start of the seven years? What would be the start of the seven years? That's, that's my first question. And then um, the other is the two witnesses. Uh, will we know, I mean, um, the, the two witnesses, where will they come from? And what, what did they witness? Okay. So the first question, the way that we're going to know is that Daniel 9.27, the verse that I, I read earlier, that talks about the covenant, and, and I'll just read it again. Daniel nine twenty seven, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation that is determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So this is what we're looking for. We're looking for someone that's going to come in with many people that are going to make this covenant. The covenant it's talking about there is the Abrahamic covenant that we talked about earlier this week from uh, Genesis 15, where God told Abraham that he would give him this land and the Israelis will have the right to stay in this land. So right now is one of the things that we're watching over this situation. We've heard all week from two different sides of this battle that's been going on in Israel. And people are saying that the Israelites never had this land, that they never owned this land, that it wasn't their land. And so we know from Scripture, we, we kind of proved that yesterday and went through Scripture and proved how God gave this land to the Israelis. And so the Jewish people there, they have uh, an opportunity coming up that's going to start that final seven years, a peace agreement that's going to allow them to have uh, the land. It's going to allow them to build a temple on the Temple Mount. There's going to be a sharing arrangement on that Temple Mount. We know that from Revelation 11, verse 1 and 2. And when we see that happen, when we see the Palestinians and the Israelis have a peace agreement that is going to allow the two to exist there, uh, Palestine will have their own territory. Israel will have their own. There'll be a peace agreement where the Jewish people will be able to build their third temple and share the Temple Mount with the Muslim mosques that are there. When we see that, we'll know we're in that final seven years. And then halfway, okay. halfway into that, 
is when the Antichrist will be revealed, he'll stop the animal sacrifices because the sacrifices will be resumed, worship will be resumed in that temple. He's going to stop all that from happening. And when he comes on the scene, it's the same time those two witnesses come on the scene that you're asking about. Those two witnesses are going to be men of God and they're going to be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay, and what did they witness? They're just going to be witnesses for God. They're going to be, it tells us that they're going to be able to do things like Moses and Elijah did. They'll be able to stop the rain. They'll be able to turn water to blood. They'll be able to do things like um, Moses and Elijah did throughout the Bible. And that's how you're going to know that these two men, when they come on and they start their ministry, they're going to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. They're going to be teaching the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they're going to be witnessing to the whole world. The whole world's going to see these two guys. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Don. And, you know, Doug, other translations, you know, add to that and call them prophets. And, yeah. you know, they're going to be ministers of of the gospel, essentially. And, right. And do some pretty amazing things. You know, last night, I think it was last night I was laying in bed for some reason thinking about that p- picture that we showed a few weeks ago from the Temple Mount where that um, where the Jews were praying at the... The Western Wall, the Wailing Wall, and um, the rocket or um, fireworks, whatever it was, the flare, I think, caught a bush on fire, and there's a huge fire up there. I was thinking about that picture, and I was going, man, the Antichrist is going to pull fire down from heaven right there, basically where that fire was in that bush. I was thinking, (laughs) this image has circulated all over the Internet. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it's going to be like when the Antichrist, and even when the witnesses do, do miracles. Yeah. It's going to be published Everywhere. all over social media. There's going to be a huge thing of fire coming down. Yeah. We're not going to know really what that really means until it happens. But I was thinking about that. Like, that's going to be interesting to see. We live in some pretty out. exciting times, I'm telling you. We do. It's pretty amazing. Um, Ennis Muhammad is on our Facebook uh, feed. Uh, you can follow us there as well, End Time Inc., Facebook.com slash endtimeinc. But he wants to, he asks, can you please share light on whether the Gentiles' bride will be going through the tribulations? The Gentiles' bride. He's wanting to know essentially about the great tribulation. He's he's going through our series. If we're going to go through, if if the bride of Christ is going through. Yeah, he's he's going through our series and he has questions about the tribulation and and who goes through it. Okay, so we, we do. Believe that from Scripture. So we have Scripture, and I'll go there and and read this for you so that I've got it word for word. But it's in Matthew 24. So if you want to look there, and you can see that in Matthew 24, 29 through 31 is where we get the answer to if we're going to go through this. Because it says immediately after the tribulation of those days. So immediately after tribulation, the sun shall be dark and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of the trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds and from one end of heaven to the others. So it it tells you that right there that after the tribulation of those days is when the Lord Jesus returns in the sky. And his angels gather us together unto him in the sky. 
All right, we do have a few more open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. So be sure to give us a call if you have any questions or comments. We'd love to chat with you today. If you're in the Houston area, go to endtime.com slash events to learn how you can meet Dave and Jana and Judy this weekend at Christ Church in Houston. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're excited to take your calls today. We do have quite a few callers, so we'll get right to it. We'll go to David in Ohio. David, welcome to End of the Age. David, are you there? All right. Well, David is not there, apparently. Uh, we'll move on to George in Washington. George, welcome to Into the Age. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate that. It's our Hi. pleasure. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I have two, I, you know, probably kind of straightforward questions. Do you think that in our lifetime, like the next 10 to 30 years, that the rapture or the coming of Christ will come. Do you, do you think we're that close, and if so, why? And do you believe in a pre-trib or a post-trib or a mid-trib rapture? Those are my two basic questions, and just elaborate on those a little bit. And thank you very much for taking my call. I, I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. It's thank our you. pleasure. Do you want to answer that? Well, you know the you answer start. as well as I do. You so. start, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Talk it out. Okay. Well, for one first, thing, first answer is yes. Yeah, we we believe that we are in the end time uh, right now. We're seeing all kinds of things. So I was just in Matthew twenty four. Let me just read a little bit of this, just to kind of give you an idea that this is where we are. So, in general, uh, Jesus is talking about the things that are going to happen before his return. This is what he's talking about with the um, disciples, and he says. And this is verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See to it that you aren't troubled, for these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And uh, they shall, you shall be hated by all nations because of my name's sake. And then you shall... Uh, be a, many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another and many false prophets shall arrive and deceive many and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold but the, that, but he that shall endure until the end the same shall be saved so 
right there, Jesus is telling us that these are the beginning of birth pains. We've been watching this happen for a long time. There's not anything really there that we can drive a stake in the ground and say, okay, this is, this is the end. But there is in verse 15. And verse 15 is what we were talking about earlier. It's the abomination of desolation that Daniel talks about in 927. And it says, When you shall therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, stand in the holy place. Whoever so readeth, let him understand, and let them who be in Judea flee into the mountains. So this event right here is the event that we're looking for. It's the event that we know that the Antichrist will be revealed at that point, that there's going to be great tribulation start. When you read down in verse 21, it says, For then there shall be great tribulation. So we're watching events take place right now that are showing us that we're leading into this final seven years, the time when there's going to be a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians, The Antichrist will be revealed halfway into that agreement, which is three and a half years into it. And then for the next three and a half years, there's going to be great tribulation. And I just read the scripture from 29 to 30 while ago where Jesus said immediately after the tribulation of those days, he shall gather us together with him in the air. So that's that's what we believe with that. We are in the end time right now. We're watching events take place. I wish I could tell you it's going to be another seven, eight years. I don't know. We know that there's at least seven years left. We haven't got to this peace agreement yet. Now, that may take ten years to get there. We don't know yet, but we're watching these events take place, and it does appear closer to us now than it ever has been before. Okay. George, have you ever been through any of our uh, lessons or anything like that? No, I, I think I was on your website once a while back, um, but I, I haven't really uh, dug in deep. Well, we have what, what we consider like a foundational series for anybody like starting off with us. Um, I would love to give you access to End of the Age Plus. If, are you technologically sound? Were you, if I gave you access? Yeah, I, do... I'm an online course developer, so I do a yeah. lot of stuff. I, th- I think online. you'll be okay then. <laughs> I'll be all right. Yeah, I think you'll make it. Um, (laughs) Jassy Jassy will get your email address. I'd like to send you um, access to that, and I'll send you a direct link to that series specifically, and you'll be able to go through that. You know, it's kind of like our version of Netflix, so uh, you'll be able to access all the videos there and binge watch it all weekend if you'd like. Yeah, you guys have had quite quite the weather down there in Texas this year, haven't you? We sure have. We've our building's been flooded. We've got fifteen thousand square feet of our primary office area that's a construction zone in fact in the background wow. i'm looking at studs in this studio so um it, <laughs> yeah. we're working with insurance trying to get all that worked out it's been quite a mess but yeah i can only imagine i can only imagine we're kind of getting it like yeah. you guys normally get it up in washington so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's and the summer is only the beginning uh, of uh, tornado season and hurricane season and um do, do you guys um subscribe uh, subscribe to global warming or do you think that's a myth i was just curious where you're at on the science of that george you're getting this from all angles today man (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know we we um we actually have several articles that we've done on that we've talked about it a a good bit in, in different daily shows we certainly don't deny the fact that the climate changes um but there is 
definitely a lot of propaganda in the the warming part and the it'll switch to cooling and, and it kind of gets juggled around there so we don't necessarily deny the fact that it does get colder and hotter and um, you know the climate does do, change. Do you think most of the scientists are lying to people? Is that what you're saying? Um, because about something like you know, I I work with a lot of major universities and and I go to conferences all the time. And you know, something really something like 99 percent of you know peer-reviewed articles and scientists do believe that 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 global warming is man-made. And my concern is is that in the evangelical community. They've become so skeptical of relevant, reliable science. Um, I, I'm wondering if, 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 if here in, in the Christian community, they've just lost faith in the science that gives us the light bulb and put the man on the moon. Uh, you know, it, it's hard for me to speak for, for the whole community, but... I, I think there is some doubt there in, um, you know, just the general, I guess, general science, because so often when you follow the money trail, there's some struggle there to, to navigate through. And so there's been doubt that's been created. And so um, I don't know that everyone denies it straight up, but there's there's obviously trustworthy peer reviewed opinions on both sides. So. Um, well, and that's and that's and that's just it. Well, I, I you know I guess it's it's sad for me because I I think that that what you know unfortunately much of Christianity is becoming very fringe. You know, it's like they deny science and they deny truth, and truth is whatever you make it to be. And and I think the thing is the foundation of Christianity: I am the way, I am the truth is really foundational to us as Christians, and if we cannot get on the page of following truth, whether we like the answer or not, whether we like the truth or not, but we, we are committed to following truth, I think much of modern-day Christianity may become very QAnon, very fringe, very conspiratorial, rather than just focusing on truth. And that may turn off a lot of young people as well. George, we, uh, my wife and I, we have a family constitution hanging on our wall and one of the key um um what's the word basically basically one of our key beliefs for what we're setting for us and for our family is that steagalls are truth seekers and so i certainly believe that in every aspect i want to be searching for the truth um, right. Now, one thing we do here at End Time, or the, the main thing we do, of course, we're trying to lead people in their discipleship journey. And in, in part of that, a big part of that is that we explain current events through the eyes of Bible prophecy. And so right. our, right. our main focus sure. with the whole global warming topic is how it's being used <laughs> to establish a world government um, world government mindset, and so that's really where we have looked at that information. That that's the lens that we've approached it at, not as much from other angles. So that's really what what we've talked about when we when we do talk about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I've I've got a scripture that goes along with seasons and and hot and cold. It's uh, Genesis eight twenty two. It says, "While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer." And day and night shall not cease. So I I think the Lord's in control of all that personally. And reading that scripture right there, uh, 
I believe that there's always going to be change in the climate. There's going to be hot. There's going to be cold. We just had 10 inches plus of snow on the ground for over a week here in Texas, which that never happens. And they say that's because of global warming. Well, you know, the earth goes through cycles. And I believe that we're going through a cycle right now. And for whatever reason, the cycle has us in an extremely wet time and season. And we just happen to get 10 inches of snow where (laughs) right now we're getting 10 inches of rain. So anyway. Right. Right. Very good. Well, thank you uh, so much for taking my questions respectfully and, and allowing me to speak with you. That That is very kind of you and very respectful. You don't always find that today. And so thank you for, for modeling, uh, listening, and, and being respectful. Thank you very much. All right. Well, very, thank very you. Thank you, George. Yeah. And, and please stay on hold there so Jazz can get your email so I can send you that uh, information. Yes, ha- have a great weekend. And, and, and I hope it dries up a little bit for mm-hmm. you, but doesn't get too hot. <laughs> thank you, sir. We appreciate it. All right, well, we better move quickly. Uh, Doug, where do you want to go? Oh, you just guess. You go. Okay, I, I just <laughs> got to find one. I wasn't paying attention to the, the calls because of our uh, conversation with George, but we will go to Sam in yeah. Texas. Sam, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. Hey, Hi, Sam. Sam. I was going to ask a silly question first. When I first started listening to politics and religion, there was a grandson that would say politics and religion. And when I went to the, the first prophecy for a week, I thought it was a, a young a young lady, and, but it was a grandson. That wasn't you, was it, Vince? You know, that was my cousin, uh, Brock. So oh, okay. it wasn't me, but um, I was there when they made that opening <laughs> clip. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I can't get over the rest of the dead did not come alive for a thousand years because... Revelation fourteen thirteen it says, Bless are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, making me think these people that are dying from now on are the ones that die in the tribulation. And then six Revelation six, nine through eleven says there's some people that are killed for the word of God. Then Revelation seven fourteen it says these are the people that come out of the great tribulation. Mm-hmm. And then Revelation twenty four it said these are the people that were beheaded for the testimony about Jesus. And the word of God, and they didn't worship the beast or his image. So all I'm getting is that only the people that die have been killed, martyred, are the people that have been killed during tribulation, or the people that went through the tribulation reigns for with God for a thousand years, and everybody else remains dead. I, I can't find a verse that would contradict that. Okay, so that could help me. You you've looked at First Corinthians chapter fifteen, right? No, I'm in Revelation. Okay, so if you look at at First Corinthians chapter fifteen, you're going to see that Jesus was the first fruits of them that slept. But then uh, it says, "But in every man's order, Christ the first fruits, and after they they afterwards they that are Christ at His coming." So at the second coming of Jesus Christ, the dead in Christ rise first, and then we who are left shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. 
That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.